0: Now, rocking with One Nation Radio. Welcome to the program. James Boyd, Richard Latta, and a couple friends with the show for your wrestling needs. Shopping off the rest of the IWC. We're going tell her how it is. We're gonna shoot from the hip. If they putting out trash, we're gonna rip them the bits. Make sure that you tweet us and you rate the shows. Tell a friend to tell a friend now. Let's get it on the road. Hey. Welcome to One Nation
1: Radio. And now, here are your hosts, Rich Latta and James Boyd.
2: Thank
0: you for listening Welcome to One Nation Radio James, what's going on, man? Um, not too much Uh, just
2: uh, Just going on Google searches of ridiculous stuff Oh, uh, care to share? Um, because of the conversation we had off air uh, just from what I remember, and I just want to refresh my mind with things that, that that see if it matched up what I thought from what I saw on videos on YouTube. I was googling Davina Rose eyebrows, <laughs> 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 but anyway, let's just let's uh, let's introduce our guest. Yeah. Uh, we have with us Sierra.
1: No. This beat is not automatic and supersonic. Hypnotic, funky, fresh. No.
0: All right. Oh, yeah, man. yeah. She she's here. Um, and she ain't
2: gonna really like when we come back from the, that first rejoin music. <laughs> We're gonna play that, that. Get up.
1: She is not gonna like it. Oh, I hate that song. You have no idea.
0: Hey, we, we could play what we was talking about earlier. Um, that that Montel Jordan. Let's ride. Oh
2: god!
1: You know, I actually preferred that as opposed to anything with Chamillionaire. Well,
2: thanks for telling us. That means we're gonna play that chameleonaire verse for you. <laughs> <laughs> <There> you <go>. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. We appreciate you.
0: I told I told James Camillaner rap like he he literally like read a how to rap book and was rapping verbatim. Like,
2: See, there's two things <laughs> on that. One, like I can I can actually agree with you, but I don't think it was a book. I think it was like I. F- I feel like it was like a one page article that was written in like the source <laughs>
0: <laughs> like this how you do it like,
2: yeah or double Excel or whatever you know any of just like how to rap
0: all right all right uh, before we begin what's up Jeremy on uh, social suplex what's going on Ben uh, make sure you guys check out uh, so- social suplex live um, they do a video um, show located on the website um, pretty good show and they keep it kind of compact um, a little bit shorter than one nation radio oh, um God. yeah uh those guys are doing a great job uh they're about two or three episodes in um so if you guys are listening to this make sure you guys check that out can you
2: can you imagine watching a video an 80 minute video of people talking about wrestling can you imagine that no yeah same here there you
0: go like i don't know It maybe if it was jim Cornette because he's just
2: well not even <laughs> entertaining that, just as hell. like the material like Given like the crop of because when you're in a in lean them lean times like right now Oof. and wrestling is is very very mediocre, uh, you know it, it's just harder as opposed to us on a podcast is you know you can turn that shit off whenever. Same thing with that, but and come back to it. Yeah,
1: I, they're doing the well, right see, thing. My that's why. Short. But see, that's why at this time of year Everybody goes and finds old shows <laughs> And starts reviewing them <laughs> that's,
0: <laughs>
1: that's a good why.
2: idea What year did this start Where like, after? It's like pretty much like after SummerSlam they, Once football season starts They're just saying no They just mail it, don't it in
0: Because it was not like this back in the day
2: No At mean, all it wasn't, like this, it wasn't like that in 98 At all Well, unless you want to say It was because Kane was a, cha- was a champion for a day but other than nah. oh,
0: that they, they did that whole thing where they took the belt off Austin And then basically The Rise of the Rock was that right. whole time So yeah, yeah. nah like, they, they wasn't mailing it in for shit like. <laughs> It's weird <laughs> But um, it has been a dry week So we're going to run through Raw briefly We're going to talk about the NXT TakeOver show Among other things uh, Why don't we start with the good uh, We were in attendance at the NXT TakeOver show Um uh, James how did how was your experience there
2: um it was fun outside of the the rather um, repeated immature chance and that all those chances the immature chance the inappropriate Chance.
0: If you guys go ahead and rewatch Takeover Bag, you can see me and James like literally the whole time. Because no, you we're, can't. We're you can, like, you don't, there.
2: we're not even, I don't know why you even said we're there on <laughs> camera.
0: Why would you do that? <laughs> yeah, we're there. Literally, all those full cell chants come from one guy, like one oh, guy gosh. and his, his two friends. And we've seen them at several different like shows now that, you know, I, we're starting to go to more shows and see like folks around. And that one guy, like, yeah, but um, <clears throat> far as the matches go, uh, I, I thought uh it was a very good show, top to bottom. Um, Sierra, what were your um impressions on the event?
1: I I actually enjoyed the show. Um, I didn't get to see it that night. I got to see it a couple of nights later, and I've seen like everybody's reviews on it. And some people, I I felt some people were very harsh in their criticism and were nitpicking. And
0: what were they saying?
1: Um like it it didn't live up to the expectations it was not better than Brooklyn and you know the the same typical stuff you've seen a lot of wrestling fans do like they have to always make comparisons instead of just watching a show and just enjoying the show and shutting the hell up right you know it it was the same thing over and over
0: it might not have been better than Brooklyn per se because Brooklyn was it came out of nowhere that had This didn't have the element of surprise working for it. This one actually had the expectations. And I feel like yeah. they more than hit those expectations. Um, and just because I was there, I'm going to be biased. I was in a building. I'm going to say it was a better match. like Just with the drama and everything else that went on with uh, Sasha Banks, uh, the reaction that she got uh, for snatching that little girl's headband, it wasn't all boos. Like Everybody was like, oh, my God. Like, like She got a pop inside the arena, and then we realized what she did. And we were like, hold on, we have to boo that. Like We can't be out here cheering for that.
2: Okay, Rich. I was there sitting next to you. Um, it wasn't better than Brooklyn. <laughs> like, you can say whatever you want to. That's fine. And you want to be biased? You want to? I was there just, uh, just like you were. It wasn't better than Brooklyn. It was. It was. It was. I don't. Mean, I don't even. It was a <coughs> great match. It wasn't Brooklyn. Like, how are you supposed to top? How are you supposed to top the Untoppable? Like, come on now. <coughs> Overall, as a show. Um, I felt like it was a, it was another solid takeover. So that's all you can ask for. I mean, that was pretty much NXT's WrestleMania they just had. They're not supposed to top that.
0: Um, we saw the debut of Asuka, uh, and she basically beat the holy hell out of Dana Brooke, uh, dressed like Japanese female ultimate warrior. Uh, Sierra, for those that may not have. The background on Asuka, like me and James, and many other folks that are listening to this, can you tell us a little bit about her um, and like the uh, her history and what can we expect from her in NXT?
1: Oh, dear guy, like you guys want me to give you the whole bibliography of her? Like- <laughs> okay,
0: uh, give us, had to give it us a
2: little short synopsis
1: well in case you guys don't know I'm a big fan of hers so it ain't gonna be short but
2: <laughs> alright we got time we ain't gonna but,
1: but I mean I, I could just give the bullet points since you know I guess that works for you guys Um, she is in my opinion one of the best Japanese women's workers of today and probably has been the best in the past 10 years mm. I would honestly put her up there behind the likes of a Manami Toyota who is legendary and still wrestling over Japan and is regarded as the greatest women's wrestler period. Mm-hmm. I would put her right behind her, put Akira Hokuto, Aja Kong uh, I would even put Bonakana up there Boba like all Nikki the all... well I mean <laughs> Go ahead. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I mean, she's my girl, but I, I mean, she's not going behind Akira Hokuto's, you know, God to me. Like, no, no, All man. Right. Like, you can get behind Dynamite Kansai because I don't really care for her. But I mean, like, nah. All right. Nah. You All ain't right. touching top ten. All um, right. Maybe she can get behind Debbie Malenko. Um, But that's another story. There's but... a woman
0: Malenko? You didn't know her? Nah. Yes.
1: Yeah. But she's not related to the uh, Malenkos. She was trained by them.
0: Gotcha. She just took that And end. she
1: was, and let me tell you, if you ever right. look her up on YouTube, phenomenal. And I don't understand how she did not get signed in the US in the 90s. Wow. Fucking amazing. Um, anyway, that's what I was saying about Kana. She has something that a lot of the Joshis over in Japan don't have. And I'm talking about this era of Joshis in the past in the 90s stuff you saw a lot of the theatrical play come into the matches and the characters and stuff like it's it's one of those things of like i noticed fans when they first like start watching joshi wrestling the first thing to observe is that everybody has like specific colors
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and i was i remember the match
0: you sent me like that was like the first thing that stuck out to me there was homegirl that was wearing like all brown and Mm -hmm. i don't remember it might what what do you remember the match that you sent me that one time?
1: Um,
0: Forgive me, I'm I don't remember sh- their names. <laughs> but they beat the hell out sh- of each other.
1: Oh, God. <laughs> I really wanted to think about that. Because I re- I think I remember, but now you're saying all brown. Hmm. I wanted to think about that one. Yeah. But, but they the, the reason why it's like that is because it, it's something that was like still, I, I guess, going back to all Japan women's pro wrestling days back, which is the oldest women's pro wrestling in Japan and which is defunct now. Mm-hmm. But in that world, was something that is, Yeah. So that was something that they established where all the performers had different colors and they had like different things to their characters. And I think they did that to make everyone stand out instead of every girl looking the same. And over the years, they've kept tuned to that, which I think is interesting because, like, I don't know, like, if I don't know who's in the ring, I could just look at colors and be like, oh, that's so-and-so. Right. Like, I could tell. And with Kana, she kind of had the same thing going in her first, like, couple of years. She had, like, she was wearing red and the blue, and then eventually she put it purple in there. And now, she's just full-blown colorful. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just everything in the past couple years she's been doing it with her ring gear and that she's been doing with the face paint she's got colors and everything going and it's like it, it's it's like a different element and the way she played up her character in japan especially when she was a heel it's like she would sometimes appear demonic because the face paint she would put on like I tell people all the time, the face paint you guys see Finn Balor do, they ain't nothing in comparison to Kana's. Okay. Yeah. Like Kana would be looking dead scary. And then the next match she'll come out there smiling like she does on NXT and it's just like Man, that smile's whoa, scary. Like,
0: like I ain't gonna front. Like it's like, all right, that that look from a crazy person that you know could like snap your neck and mm-hmm. she's just smiling. Like like hold on, she can't be trusted. Like <laughs> something ain't right
1: yeah and so she would do that with her heel persona like she'll come out there face paint next time she wouldn't come out there with it and then it just you'd be sitting there like what the like she was just demonic she just had blood pouring down her face like what like what the hell like and to me like seeing her do that especially in the past two years it really like made her the like the top villain in japan because like
0: you think she's gonna do that in nxt
1: i am praying that they allow her to do that i think honestly the fact that they allow finn balor to do it and he didn't start really doing this till maybe like his last year on the indies overseas Mm -hmm. if they let her do that especially like if you have crossed her path and you've really like made her mad and she comes out there with face paint and Oh, my God, I think that will be something unique. And plus, with that women's division, you need to have every type of tool to stand out. Right. And with her, if she was do that, like when I seen her come out that curtain, as I told you guys before, I about near fainted. When she took that mask off, which she wears in Japan, she has a different one. She's just painted it now. Mm hmm and she had a kimono on, and I seen that black line across her face, I said, oh my god, Dana Brooke, you're gonna die. Because when she does <laughs> that line across her face, that means you're gonna get your ass whipped. Like, right. literally.
0: Yeah, like, so- what, like, we saw her in person, like, she, one thing that stood out to me was, like, her, how she moved side to side in the ring, where she just, she didn't look like any other, like, female, um, as far as, like, footwork-wise, and, you know, she, her kicks look, you know, pretty intense, and she uh, definitely impressed me more than Hideo Itami did <laughs> in her transition over here.
1: I I would say that she is probably the most all around wrestler out of the women, and possibly better than half the guys in Japan. Wow! And and the reason why I say it is because she's got the groundwork, the submission style like when she jumped up in the air and did that armor I said oh my god no she didn't like I was I like not how she used the, uh,
0: the Bob Backlund crossface chicken wing haven't seen that in some years
1: um, yeah when she, when she was holding on Dana Brooke and was rolling around on the mat, I was like I was just floored because I was not expecting to see as I thought I was going to see Asta <laughs> and I see Kana <laughs> I wasn't expecting any of this and, I, and it gave me like chills because I was just sitting there thinking like it this reminds me of like the first time I ever seen her on YouTube and I was just like oh my god like this woman's doing arm bars in the air like what like the kicks and stuff like yeah. that's what that's what really like made me go I need to find out more about this woman and she's just she's just so good and then i never i can't never say i've seen a match hers be bad ever she's so clean in the ring she's so good at what she does and i don't blame them for signing her if you're gonna sign a joshua from japan she has to be up there in my opinion i would put maybe uh Hiro matsumoto right behind her i would put hikaru right behind her um Arisa Nakajima, who, who, in my opinion, is also fucking just amazing. You talking about technical?
0: You gonna have yes. to send us a playlist of these people because I don't know none of these folks. You talking about? So, like, <laughs> See, I, was, so, like, <laughs> I was gonna joke and be like, "You sure about that list?" <laughs> and then, and then I fucking know, right? <laughs> like, like, you really rank such and such that high? All right.
1: Okay. All right. So, look i've been watching for so long i could i could just tell who should if they're if they're gonna sign wwe caliber superstars these women have it and i i'm a fan a lot of joshis over japan but when you look at them in comparison to kana ring work no theatrical work no character improvement no A lot of them don't have a character. And that's one thing. If you want to get signed by WWE, you have to have some type of character ability, some way to form a character, something that when they put you on NXT, you know how to build yourself.
0: Got to have some wings on that thing.
1: Yeah, they can't just, you know, sign you because you do 450s good. Eventually, that shit's gonna get old. Like, <laughs>
0: or you gonna break your neck? What? <laughs> you know,
1: it's gonna be one or the other. And until when you, if any of those things happen, and they release you, all the fans are gonna say, "Well, gee, he wasn't there long. I don't even remember what his character is, because you didn't have one. Right? Your moveset was your character, and now they've gotten back into character wrestling where everybody has a character and they're all intriguing. You've got to book more people in there. That's why I said a lot of these people on the indies that are not getting signed. It's possible because of the character work. It's not the ring work. It's the character work.
0: Well... Mm. Moving forward, um, we had the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic um, come to an end. Uh, We saw a heartfelt speech from Cody Rhodes. Uh, Goldust was there. Freshly dressed, I might add, too. Uh, And they basically gave out the big Dusty Rhodes trophy. I was astonished that the trophy didn't get broken or anything like that. I took a picture of it ahead of time at the show, and I was like, well... I hope y'all enjoy how this thing looks now because it's going to get broken over someone's head um, later. But they they resisted the urge to do that. I was pretty impressed by Chad Gable and Jason Jordan, um, and Baron Corbin, I might add, who the crowd just ate him alive. Like (laughs) like it was just bad, and he's improved so much after his turn, uh, and he plays a great character for um, the modern the modern day heel. Um, what they can be as far as um, people think you really can't wrestle, like that's the sole source of his heat, but he actually can um, Paulo Cruz defeated Tyler Breeze much to the dismay of a couple young ladies in the audience um, who were sh- like shrieking <laughs> like absolute crazy screams Those were the when, uh, two that were
2: dressed like Tyler Breeze I'm pretty sure
0: though. Yeah, there were like women dressed like Tyler Breeze out here. Yeah.
2: Uh, what? Like in full, in full with
0: the leg in things full Zoolander too.
2: Zoolander, fluffy leg gear. Uh, yeah, and all, and all, and all of that fake John Morrison and stuff. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: I I didn't know he was like bay potential for girls. Like, seems like the it. only way I know. I, I guess. Only way I know. The only way I know like guys at NXT are apparently hot is if I don't see it on Tumblr or I hear the girls screaming in the crowd. <laughs>
2: um, I guess I guess you know it's more or less a thing where it's like, well, we're here at NXT and Dolph Ziggler's not walking through the door. <laughs> I guess that's what it is. I don't know. Whatever.
0: Um, but final thoughts on the on NXT takeover. Um, and what's what? Uh, what will we all remember about this show?
2: Well I think the I think the main takeaway or there's two. Um, they really uh, they they really did well did right by the legacy of Dusty Rhodes and two um, I felt that they did right by um, by the by showing the respect that women in wrestling deserves. Yeah. Um
0: they had two women that looked like legit main eventers so
2: I mean that those would be those would be the two things that I remember
0: Sierra hello
1: one thing I'm here yeah um one thing I'm gonna take away from this is the fact that of course you had the women main event the show and just put on a fantastic match and utilized all 30 minutes To their best ability. And I'm not a fan of Iron Man matches. But to see that they've blown away a lot of Iron Man matches that've happened over the last several years. And just the in ring psychology and just the moment Sasha Banks taking Izzy's headband and making her cry and constantly beating up Bailey and Izzy's just at Ringside, just crying and bawling her eyes out because her yep. heroes Real getting tears. beat up. And it just, like, it made me think about, like, when we were kids watching wrestling and we were, like, a big fan of, like, whoever.
0: Right.
1: And, you know, we were sitting there like, no, leave, leave this guy, leave him alone, leave him alone. Damn like, you, it just made me, to leave Bret Hart alone. Like, well, for <laughs> me, it was Randy Savage. I'm like, y'all Yo, Savage, you know, like... It made me think about that, like, wow, like to see this young girl, like, so in love with this character, Bailey, that she actually thinks she's, like, getting hurt.
0: Hey, I can't and, wait till, like, 15 years from now when old girls are yeah. and they run this teacher versus student storyline.
1: <laughs> oh, my God, that would be amazing.
0: Like, I,
1: I actually would see that, and I think that would be completely amazing because it would make me think about AJ Lee with Lita.
0: Yeah, but by, by that hey, time, like I they'll remember. have to, they'll have to turn uh, Bailey heel though. By that time,
1: <laughs>
0: she's gotta be like a grumpy old lady. Retired. By that time,
1: hmm. Like, I'm, too- I'm
0: sick of all this happy shit I've been doing for all these years. Bailey, face I'm gonna forever. tell y'all how Bailey's I really feel. You need
2: to stop that. Bailey's in that Red Mr. Junior category. Look, face forever.
0: When when she turns, it's gonna be bigger than Hollywood Hogan, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: They're gonna
0: be throwing beer cans in the ring. Yes. Yes. Trash. There's debris everywhere. Someone's gonna rush the ring. Can
2: you imagine knowing what we've seen of a Bailey? Can you imagine her trying to cut heel promos? Oh my gosh.
0: I and guys, you, all
2: you can, all you guys can stick it. All, like every time, getting intimidated by the crowd bullying her, like trying not to cry, the, the hate. Like I, I, I'm sorry, I couldn't imagine it. I all right, imagine it.
0: we gonna we gonna wrap up this first segment. We'll be back more One Nation Radio. And we got that Sierra playing. Yeah, Can you feel it. Can
1: you
2: feel
0: it? No. <laughs> not at all. Well, no. I don't blame you because uh, when it comes to Monday Night Raw, I'm just not feeling it either right now. And apparently, uh, everyone around the world agrees with me also because they had their lowest rating. It feels like we're saying this every week. They've had their lowest rating in 17 years since 1997. Yeah. Um. I don't know. It, it's just a combination of things. Um, the three of us out of the three of the four of us out of the B.W.B. want to place a lot of the blame on Kane. Um, and then you look at other factors. It's it not for
2: what you mean, y'all
0: three. Yeah.
2: Okay. You let me know, and it ain't me. Like Kane is to blame, but he ain't as much of the blame as everything else because all this shit suck. It ain't just
0: Kane. Yeah. If it ain't the New Day or Cena, it's yeah, a struggle so just, out here. Just, it's a struggle, the scene is about to go away. So you oh, tell so me what's about to happen. A lot to be left to be desired. Just a lot. Not good, guys. Not good. <laughs> Not good. Sarah, how do you feel about Kane as a main eventer in 2015?
1: Oh god. What did I tell you guys the other day? I feel like they do this every year. <laughs> <laughs> you know, let's just try one more. Time. The, the, keep on trucking with Kane. It's, <laughs> it's like every year at this time of year they do this shit with Kane, and I'm be sitting there like, I we've been telling you for years it's not going to happen. Like, like
0: they no. always
1: pull this route always pull this route Hell in a Cell, Survivor Series, TLC. They always pull this crap, and it's like come on. Well, well to we be, don't want it.
2: Well, to be fair, last year they pulled it um like right WrestleMania.
0: Um, yeah Like they were out there Trying to Yeah yeah, me so, fight Down Brian for the belt
2: Yeah And I, um Like the year before that Um
0: He was in Team Hell No He was so in Team
2: Hell No So that you know
0: That kind of absolved him like, From Like
2: he was doing good work So you can't really be mad at him At that point But the year before that year He was fighting that, Cena He was yeah And that was in February And that was team And that was that That rise above hate Or sorry Embrace the hate shit Weedy whack Yeah Uh So they had it Um I don't know. Like, maybe in their mind it's like we can do this goofy two canes stuff because two canes. Oh god, yeah. Um, we can do this goofy stuff because we have Undertaker versus Brock, and that's really the main event. So we can give you anything, and you'll buy you'll buy the network. You'll buy it anyway because Brock versus Undertaker inside of a cage,
0: and we got your money already. Uh, they don't love us. Uh, never also, never who did. they yeah, don't love, did. look, who, you know, who also they don't love is uh, Roman Reigns. Um, they sent Roman Reigns out uh, in Chicago, um, out there with a live microphone to ramble uninterrupted for five to seven minutes. Um, he kind of stumbled over a couple of his words. He tried Not hard. Kinda.
2: Yeah. Not kinda. He, he was he making so, and he, he also got
0: lines. He forgot Most lines multiple times and, in different spots. And then he um, dropped the dreaded, "This is real life." <laughs> yeah, they they, they they heckled the hell out of that man. Like no, no, Roman, it's not real life. Like they,
2: <laughs> like they wanted him to death, and he was like, seemed like he had, he was getting through it pretty well. And then all of a sudden, it came that part where he forgot his line. Like, what y'all was, can't hear me? And he forgot his line. And it was like, oh no,
0: this is going
2: to go, go bad.
0: He had that look that he had uh, at TLC that one time almost. Oh, when he said When he did that, that promo He was like, I'm going to I'm yeah. coming to
2: With like, the Royal Rumble
0: Yeah, like
2: <laughs> ah, I forgot about this
0: Yeah, it, it was no, like
2: This This was new it, as bad it as was. That.
0: It's out of that family.
2: It, but it wasn't it as no, bad as that. that one was like. Like, bro, yeah, like, bro, you should be. This, you, should, you, you might want to look into a different profession. That shit was like, UPS <laughs> is hiring. That shit was awful. <laughs> like, that, wow. was a, that was the part when it was like, dude, you see this hate hey, coming for this dude, and it's like, bro, you know, that hey, was
0: when I had to had to be like, because the whole time before that, I was like, Roman Reigns, Roman Reigns, like, he's going to be the man, he's going to be the man. And I
2: told you, man, like, no, like, then that, that happened, message, I was like, oh, he can't oh, no. talk like that He can't And all that man does Is punching his matches and then, and then he did that shit And you were like Yeah You're, you're probably right
0: I was like Oh no It was like <laughs> It was like it's like you, bro. It's like all right. You ever you ever been around somebody that, that was about to get beat up and you know they about to get beat up? Like that's the feeling where it's like, oh no! Like that's the feeling that I got when I was watching that Roar Marines at TLC promo. Like I, there ain't nothing I can do to help you, bro. Like like I can't I can't even help you with, with ten thousand words. I can't even I can't do nothing for you. Um, and then. He had the Russell Braun Strowman right after that. <laughs>
1: <I> <laughs> mean, Sierra, just, your
0: take on Braun Strowman, Sierra. I,
1: you know, first I'm gonna go with Roman Reigns because okay,
0: <laughs> just fair. I,
1: I watched that. I watched that on Raw. That that was like I think that was like one of the like first things I seen. And I said on Twitter, like I just felt, felt like Roman Reigns is in the ring. He's Talking and talking, and the crowd is just not nice. like, giving a fuck. It just—it felt like when a guy pisses off his girlfriend, and he's trying every type of way to apologize and make excuses, and she's just like, "Nope, nope, I'm not having it. I don't care." <laughs> like that's what it felt like, and he just kept going and going, and then Braun Strowman, like, I don't. I don't know. I'm honestly am so done with this Bray Wyatt stuff. Like,
0: we are too. And all
1: these, (laughs) this stuff like he's finding all these people. Like, where the fuck did he? What swamp did he crawl out of? Like, we have not gotten any explanation of like nothing. How does he just recruit all these people randomly? Like we haven't figured out who's sister Abigail like we haven't there's so much to Bray White we haven't figured out and I feel like where I would have wanted to figure out all these things and waited to find out these things now I'm getting to the point I don't care like get him off my TV
0: I don't think it's to that degree but him and Roman Reigns need to get away from each other that's the thing like they're
1: dragging each other down
0: yeah um,
1: it's not Reigns, good. I have said, said
0: it many times. Like Reigns can't get Wyatt booed, and Wyatt cannot get Reigns cheered. It's just they are they're impeding on each other's real estate almost. Like you had the thing is, it would be great to have Reigns fighting someone like Braun Strowman completely away from the Wyatt like thing. And that might work, but even when he was fighting big Show, the crowds just weren't with Roman reigns at all. I think that was just uh, it was lingering towards the WrestleMania, but they've got to figure out like I, I think they just don't want to admit that the face turn thing isn't work for him. He needs to turn heel and it, and just let him let him win the title that way, you know. Let him win the title as a heel. Do a do a double turn or some type of switch where you fuck Rollins out the belt, you give give them a three month program before WrestleMania and take chances. And you let Cena and you know Reigns fight or whatever however you wanna do it. Dean Ambrose, I don't care. But they've gotta they've gotta realize um they're not doing him any favors. With this babyface shit. Um, We've got John Cena Um, He defeated Dolph Ziggler In a great match Um, Anytime those two get in the ring together You can expect fireworks Um, Ziggler's starting to pull the subtle Heel stuff with the eye rakes And everything else Um, He is on the verge of a heel turn Um, What do you guys think about Dolph Ziggler going back to his natural uh, Persona
2: Um he needs to do something to shake it up. I mean he's been more or less a face ever since the Del Rio feud, right? So geez, that was what? That was two thousand thirteen? Yeah. So I'm I'm good with it. Uh I wonder if they're gonna give him something and also like you can listen to his pops now. Like his pops are just dwindling. Like, they're not like how they were a year like a full year ago, where it's like, you know, he came off. there wasn't such thing as a John Cena US Open Challenge. The, the damn roof would have came off. Now it's like, yay, you know. <laughs> um, so he always in my in my mind he always worked better as a heel anyway. So because mm-hmm. he's utterly beatable. <laughs> so um, and if you're gonna beat him, you might as well beat him to help someone else springboard him as a, as a, you know springboard some other face. Right. But um, I. I just want to know what happens with, like, this Cena thing, like, once he leaves. Like, because they haven't even...
0: Does the United like, States title die well, I when Cena but leaves? The,
2: the thing for me is, like, it, it seems like there's no set-in-stone, like, succession plan for whether or not Cena's going to fight at the pay-per-view, and if so, if he's going to... And even if, you know, he's going to drop the belt at that point, or is he going to take it with him?
0: Or is he just going to like, do an open challenge at the pay per view? I mean,
2: because I mean, I guess you could have Ziggler put him on the shelf.
0: I don't know how Ziggler's supposed to injure Cena. That's how, but, that's
2: how he turns him heel. He like he yeah. breaks his ankle or something. I don't know.
0: Yeah, <sighs> they got to figure something out. Um, <clears throat> Dolph Ziggler, Rusev, and Lana um, in that storyline um, oh died. My God, uh, Sierra call
1: dropped. Right. Oh, do you no. really want me to here. comment?
0: Yes. yes. Um, um, or do you have any thoughts on Ziggler first before we move on?
1: Uh, Ziggler, I've always prefer him to be a heel uh, as opposed to Babyface because he's a natural heel. He's easy to dislike. And, and yes. <laughs> you know, he's easy to dislike. And then plus, how can you have a steal your Girl gimmick and be a face. Like I've always thought that was freaking confusing for the past couple of years that they've been running this Right. on and off. Because it, the reason why they had to turn him babyface is because the crowd started cheering for him and he got so over that they figured let's try to cash in on this. But actually, it it hasn't helped. It hasn't helped him at all. It's actually hindered him. Um, the storyline Rusev, Lana, and Summer Rae and. The three bears and Goldilocks. Like,
0: (laughs) first of all, is over almost. Well, to be fair, it's more like like the one
2: grizzly bear and three Goldilockses.
1: It's just, I know they say kayfabe has been dead for eons now, but it it just blew my mind that. This storyline has already been dead in the water for weeks now. Since Lana's gotten injured, and they were... Yeah, like, since they... But, but they really killed it then, especially when they started confusing us with the whole Summer rain and Dol Ziggler thing. Like, they were trying to make it seem like he was into her, but she was into him, but they weren't really weren't into each other, but she still wanted Rusev but whatever the hell. And Lana's sitting at home, and nobody's asking her a damn question about how she feels about any of this. Right. Like, they really derailed this and it's the writing that they did that just i mean they could have actually say this with a couple of like in-house promos from lana where she's sitting on the couch with her hand in the cast and they're asking her what do you think about you know dolphin summer ray she could just express it feels like "Could
0: like did that old something, melanie pillman
1: you know to make a, a yeah, like like that, or the the whole sunshine feuds, like from nineteen eighties. Like we could have did the whole poolside thing. Like we could have did something right. else. Like you know what I'm saying? Like, had Summer Ray walk up and see Lana sitting out there chilling, bathing in the sun right at Moose's house? Like have her go off? Yeah. <laughs> you know what are you doing like, here?
0: This is my house now. Yeah,
1: like wish, wish. Like <laughs> oh she over here raking the leaves? Oh she over here raking the leaves?
0: Right. Like
1: you know have something, but they didn't do do any of that and then for them to to seek out TMZ and say hey we're engaged we've been engaged for the past month and then to see the door that you go okay we're planning on getting rid of this storyline but now we have to they figure have out some commotion. way yeah like incorporate this on air and it made no freaking sense because last week we just had summer Rae propose Rusev right. in the ring. He turns her down and then this week she comes out there ringside and I said Sumray you is too good for this. <laughs> she comes out <laughs> <at> there ringside. <laughs> Go and it. Is engaged with somebody else, turned you down last week and got engaged and then told the media outlet that gives all the juicy gossip that he's engaged this woman, is in love with her, and you're going still walk out there ring that I said it could not have been me. I was just like, I
0: was really gimmick?
1: doing like, it, so we had to have her slap him. Oh, <laughs> it
0: could not okay. Yes. Like, like, like it's,
2: she, just... it's it's fake. The <laughs> <laughs> like, way like, just... is it? Is it is it pouring over her broken heart? Like my, my rosé shit. My never fucking rosé shit. Like 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 you are going get to be the, she's the, she's together together, the baby, man that meant a hot, my like, somebody needs to make that man a hot, a hot, a hot pot of grits.
1: He'll throw it in his ass. I <laughs> By the Al Green. I, yes. I know it's fake, but here's the thing. If we're portraying, <laughs> but here's the thing. This is a soap opera storyline. And what I'm trying to say is, if the he wants me to care about this, that's how a fan will react right. to watching this like, are you kidding me? Like he's engaged her, but you're still gonna walk out here to ringside? That's just logic. Like what? Like why did you even have her do this? If anything, she shouldn't have came out there ringside and should have stormed down an interrupted match and slapped the crap out of him and left.
2: I agree. About, I agree about like, that part completely. My thing is just this if you're online and you can see that like if you're online, which is everybody and you can see that Lana and Rusev are engaged, which is everybody that also watches wrestling also saw this. Then, like, we gotta stop pretending that kayfabe matters at all, especially after like Vince, like how long was the House Podcast reset? Playing like a year almost. Like my main thing is, like, I feel like this whole thing, with this whole what just happened, the disaster that was on mon- Monday, that segment was literally like we're. We're, we're, we're going to beat you now Because you fucked up What yeah. we're trying to do for
0: you Yeah We're, like, we're just going to beat you now And Rusev is like Who knows who they might Make him lose to next week Or the week after The best thing for him Would be just to go off TV For a couple months
2: He ain't got no choice in it Yeah gonna That's true you. Yeah He's going to bring you on TV and and Into the Bulgaria bullshit And beat you
0: Every week now like, We're going to blow well, up Our a... own creation Why? Well,
1: here's the thing I I know Fabe is you know we can't rely on that as the aspect but i think it's what i'm thinking in my mind is that where i can tell you know it's make believe it's a soap opera if you got younger fans and audience and then you don't know we might have fans and audience that can't differentiate that it's fake if you really want them to get interested in the storyline and actually get behind this and then have something like that come out of the blue It makes you go like, why? Why am I following this? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like the past couple months of all this building up feels like it was for nothing.
2: Yeah, and I I, and I believe that that's. I mean, I believe that that's how they felt backstage. It was like, dude, I I understand that you know we all do this whole thing, but like your complete angle is the fact that like you're not with this woman. And then not only, and we still let that slide that you you know, take pictures with her, da da da. But like, you literally put this picture up that you're engaged to another woman when we just had you on fucking live national television. <laughs> yeah. Inter, I'm sorry, international television, and engaged to another woman that like, has beef with this woman. Like, what are you doing? Like, you're doing like you completely just. We're, we're gonna beat you now. You the complete road. Everything we've done to build for this for the whatever it was gonna turn into It probably was gonna be crap anyway, but whatever we built for this over the past few hey, months has been destroyed. So you know what? For all the time and all the time we put in T V and all these writers that have done this, we're just gonna beat you now. We're hey, just gonna beat you. If
0: you're a do you want uh yeah. and you know how the history of relationships and wrestling works. And but here's the
2: they thing. They need to get married on TV, yes.
0: Like, yes. no, I'm saying, like, in real life. Like, oh like, do you want your woman hanging yeah. around Dolph Ziggler, like, on all these fr- free, you know, times? Knowing, you know, uh, your boy Kevin Sullivan was like, yeah, Nancy Benoit, why don't you go ahead and travel with, uh, with Chris? And then next thing you know, you know, ain't no Kevin Sullivan and uh, Nancy Benoit, uh, Nancy Sullivan anymore. You know, yeah. Russell was out there trying to lock that up, do the right thing for himself. Figured, you know, he might not ever reach the point he did again um, Over, you know, this year past WrestleMania And why, why if you got the chance to go ahead and put that on your arm for life I mean, do you blame Rusev? But the th- that's not, the issue of them getting engaged is an issue the, Like, I'm sorry, the thing about them getting engaged
2: is an issue mm-hmm. The issue is Lana was always, for a while She was always doing like this trick. Kayfabe only
1: type of thing right. on social media, and then she comes out and says, "Nah,
0: you know
1: what? Fuck that. Forget that. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, literally, what are you doing? Yeah, they, yeah. They yeah, they they they've messed it up for themselves. And the bad thing is, it's like I think like most of us could realize for a while that her and Brusa were item. Like, they yeah. were always posting pictures together on Instagram and stuff yeah. like that before this whole storyline. Right, but the thing they, like, got me with it was, I think it was, like, a couple weeks ago, she was posting pictures with Dol Ziggler, and mind you, they look so awkward and uncomfortable. <laughs> and then, like, she posts another picture, she's like, I'm in Russo's house, I'm, like, so you are so you just, just asking either, right? for <laughs> this. And the thing is, it's like, look, it's real life. If you're in love, you're going to get engaged. No one's saying anything gets that. But the problem I have with it is the fact that I believe, honestly, that they should have kept this to themselves. Like they've been for the past month. Not seek out TMZ and potentially not harm mean. or mess up any plans that they could have for you. And your soon-to-be husband. Like I feel like what what makes me think of is like, okay, for years, nobody knew Stephanie McMahon and Triple H was creeping. No one knew that they was actually creeping around. Okay, and I said that is the best-kept secret because people was whispering, but you really didn't know. You didn't know until like about two thousand three when they actually started admitting that they were actually married, as opposed to their one story angle.
0: I don't know. I I felt like I knew before then, but I I can't remember. It was a long time ago.
1: No, it, it it was whispers that when they first put them together on air on television, there was whispers that something was going on, but the thing is they played it off so good that you really didn't know until years later that they actually did get married. And them being together on television like that, they actually did fall in love. So that's what I'm saying, like, for years it was a best kept secret because no one really knew if they were actually a thing. For I remember for a number of years I actually thought they were married because they were so good with each other. And then to find out a couple years later that they did get hitched. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, if they did it that way, fine. But now you've brought attention to yourselves and it's just brought this big fiasco. And the bad thing is, I hate about this storyline, is that Summery gets fucked and in the process for not doing anything, Ziggler yeah. is put in a, a weird situation. He's
0: out of there. Like, he gets to turn yeah. heel and, and reinvent himself. So, like Ziggler actually got kinda lucky, bar-
2: but he just barely got the guy fu- yeah. got the fuck out of dodge by the skin of his teeth. He just barely missed that ass.
0: Right.
1: Yeah. So, like they've they've hurt so many people in the storyline, and they've hurt this storyline. Like you never know, this storyline could have went on for a couple of months longer.
2: Oh my and now, were- right, yeah. So. <laughs> All right, so can we talk about something that I find to be a more pressing issue as of this moment? We'll come back for
0: it from the third segment.
2: Well, this ain't, like... It it, it ain't that deep? Okay. Something something real quick. So, like, what is it with, like, the quote-unquote Instagram models? They got friends that look like dogs in the face. Whoa.
0: I'm not touching that one. Sierra, you have... Oh, yeah, you don't... Sierra doesn't have Instagram. Why are
2: you giving, like... She understands the deal with those pictures. So, like, why are you on social media and, you know... Like, your whole thing is... The hook is we look... You know, you want people to look at you, right? Like, why would you put your friend that looks like... Um, that
0: looks like Luna Vashon in the picture? <laughs> um, God damn. God bless the dead, um, but damn. Like...
2: I, you can't be out here looking like one of the can't be out here looking like one of the British Bulldogs in the in the mouth. I can't. Damn. I don't understand. Alright, no, anyway. My that's all. That's okay, all
0: I so that's going to wrap up our second segment. We'll be back with our uh, final segment in a moment. This is One Nation Radio. What is this? Well, welcome back to One Nation Radio. We're listening to that uh, Montel Jordan Let's
2: ride. I can't deal with this no more. You know. You got Montel Jordan with us. Meanwhile, P.I. here, background. The background, you I can't do (laughs) Stop this, man. Great. This love is about it, about it. What does that even mean?
0: You know, it was 98. So, what? You know, it was 98. You know. So, um. One of the uh, cool things on the uh, WWE Network um, that was released after the uh, Sasha versus Bailey match was the new series of rivalries. Um, and it focused on the rivalry between Trish and Lita. I watched it, I want to say Saturday morning, maybe. Um, Trish versus Lita. Um, I had pictures of both of them on my wall at one point. Um, yes, I did. I believe I had Lita first and then I had Trish. So like I started, to, I, I crossed over to Team Trish at some point, but um, just l- watching it back, like I just didn't realize how talented of wrestlers they were back then. Uh, probably because my you know ten and eleven year old self was just you know just raging with hormones. You, lo-
2: you love so- okay, cause we're not bearing the lead after you said they on posters. You love so- or, uh, Lita and Trish because. They turned, they turned into a man, not because they was good at wrestling. You're terrible.
0: You know, I, I wasn't realizing, I, I wasn't realizing the work back then. Yeah. you know, uh, so I, when I was going oh through God. the, uh, you know, their, you know, rivalry is just like really deep, like between them. So, um, Sierra, how did how did Trish and Lita like uh, change wrestling?
1: Oh man, they. <sighs> For me it, it it felt like throughout my whole childhood I thought I saw these two women fight back and forth. And I think they've helped for such a long time. You didn't have on television like a uh, women's feud that would go on for number of years. Like you have your quick like mixing and mingling with each other and then be done like Sable and Jacqueline, they were at each other for a while, but then it just ceased and they just stopped. You know, then you have this girl with that girl. And then when they put those two together, like they said, you know, on the show, it was like the best dynamic they could have came of you. You got the real pretty girl. She's a fitness model. She's got the model looks. Everybody's, of course, just gonna, you know, fawn over her because of how she looks. And then you got the other chick with the tattoos who's just as good looking, but, you know, she's a little bit different. And, you know, there's some people that can relate to her, unlike the other girl who's just too pretty. You know, when you mix those things together, it's, you know, a good pair, and it worked. They had very
0: distinct like like their their appeal to to who like you know to their respective fans like it was the model chick versus the alt girl and it was like it was literally the best of both worlds literally <laughs> like like the best alt girl you can find against like the best model woman you could find and pick a side you yeah. know east coast west coast east red coast, or blue west coast. you know Biggie or Tupac, you know, Trish or Lita. Who did
2: you lean towards more
0: at that age? I want to say I leaned towards Lita at that age. Like, I don't know. I think it was something about the underwear. She was the baby face. It was something about the underwear, I think. Like, I was like, Uh, hold on. Like, what? Oh, and she was out there flipping and shit. So, um, but then when I got a little older, I, I started looking at Trish. Like, I, you know, flipped over. It was always Team Trish for me. Like, I, like... Maybe if like I didn't hate
2: the Hardy so much, it would have been. Maybe that would have been different. Watching my dreams. Oh yeah, let ain't Come sir. through this. Come through this, yeah, come through this Skype. If she come through this Skype, all she want to, she ain't gonna do nothing. <laughs> look, I just couldn't get down like Jerry. I, like they look. They just look like they look. They just look too much like. The kids the that kids, smoke. I, the kids I went to school with, like the stoners I went to school with, I was like, nah, yeah. man, I'm straight. Like, I the agree. kids
0: that smoke cigarettes next to next to the high, high school chain chain style chain smokers. Jenco jeans.
2: Oh god. Yeah. Not to say that TNA was dope or anything like that, because <laughs> they were, <laughs> you know, but I at, least, but at <laughs> least they didn't. At least they didn't like. Two, at least they didn't like a group of people all all wanted to punch in the face. So there wow. you
0: go. Well then, uh, who who were you, uh, what side were you on growing up, Sierra? Because you obviously offer a different perspective than me and, and James. Yes,
1: yeah. Of course, because I'm a woman. Um, yep. At the time, I was a little girl. Um, I, I think at that time, as I remember it, it here's a funny story. Um, that bit's too close to break, Jeff. Hey, that that was my man.
0: Yeah, so saying, was that's what, man. i was about to say, that's what you think. That bitch too close to Jeff. She better back up.
1: <laughs> no, I actually was thinking that, like, <laughs>
2: uh, one homeboy just recently uh roughing in a, in a triple threat match in a pay per view. Who? Jeff.
0: Yeah. He I, was. I
1: don't. I
2: don't yeah, know. i would, trying I don't... to don't... count someone out in a triple threat match. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, <laughs> that
1: guy. Okay, that that's now. <laughs> that that that's now. then. <laughs> you're not you're not gonna come for him back when i was like eight nine years old you're not gonna do that no we're not <laughs> so in the fifth grade we had to do like this collage thing right like it was like either things you like or what you wanted to be when you grow up mm-hmm. and
0: do you say he's gonna be a women's champion
1: Yes, I did. I was the <laughs> most outrageous one. Everybody else was calm and cute with theirs. I I had to be the different one. And I put pictures of China and Lita. Lita, Moonsault, and China giving the military press. Those were my girls right. at the time. And I just and I think the reason why I went for Lita is because It wasn't the thing that she looked different. It was because when she got in a ring and I saw those moonsaults and the stuff she was doing, I was like, that is freaking cool. Like, I love Jacqueline and Ivory. Those are, like, my favorites. But when I seen her just wrestling so good, that's what really made me like, okay, you're another one of my favorites, you know? And Trish, like... Trish, I didn't really get into Trish to maybe about like o two o three, especially when she started getting better in the ring and I started to see her get better in the ring and be more of a athlete as opposed to just you know, the girl that stands at ringside with Val Venus for whatever the hell reason like, that's when I really started to get behind her but Lita was automatically odds in favorite from maybe when she first joined the Hardy Boys. I, when I watched the, that series... You know it's crazy. I sat there and I was just like, I remember all of this. I remember their first match. I remember the week before they had their first tag team match against each other. Mm-hmm. Lita came down that ring with Iron remember what she had on. She had on a, a orange fishnet top, and she gave Trish the leg drop in the ring. And the next week they had that match on SmackDown.
0: You got to run it from there from then on.
1: And I remember that and. It's so crazy because like when you're you don't think you remember those things. But when I was sitting there watching it, I'm like, I remember what happened the week before. And I remember when Lita got dragged up that ramp on Sunday Night Heat by Trish. Mm-hmm. I remember all that. And the one thing I wish they did in that series, even though I know it's supposed to be a summary. I wish they had showed more of the meddling they did with each other. Like when Lita the was getting married to kids. Yeah, like when Lita was getting married to Kane and how Trish kept cracking his jokes and you know, bombarded the wedding and stuff. Like I wish they had more of that unlike like oh, yeah. when Trish was on our heel run as champion and Lita had trained Christy Hemme and popped up at Mania and so, stuff like I wish they had showed more of that of like well, wasn't it was Chris constant.
2: Wasn't the Christy Hemme stuff because of um uh, Lita blowing out her knee during a during a Trish match?
1: Yeah that's why i said i wish they had shown that right in there because when they did that angle because lita got injured lita popped up because she was supposed to be her trainer and christy wouldn't tell them who was training her and she revealed i remember it was on raw and she told them, oh so you guys want to meet who's training me and lita pops up out of nowhere healed and next after that match they had at mania her and lita got right back at it. That's why I wish they had showed that they constantly were at each other's throats. Mm-hmm. Like, you could never get them to be apart.
2: Right. I'll say this, though. Like, the whole thing when, I, like, after the, I guess, after the miscarriage, or whatever you want to call it, like, obviously we all know it's fake, but, like, some of the stuff Trish said is, like, okay, even if it, let's say someone did know that it was, that this isn't real, like, that shit is, like, stuff that, like, you gotta get suspended off, taken off TV for, like, <laughs> how, or you gotta fight, like, wait, like, r- real, dude, she was calling her, she was like, you, you know, you look kinda, and then she would puff out her, her, yeah. her mouth, she look kinda chubby, and that shit was
0: hilarious.
2: Yeah, and it was like, oh, like you, you got to be prepared
0: to fight when you face. say that.
2: Oh yeah, and then you know some of the stuff he said out. around that wedding time, just like, yeah, this was a real sports league. Your ass would be off TV for a while,
0: <laughs>
2: but you know, and it was it just interesting to see how like forever. Trish was always the healing nephew, right? And then once that edge shit happened, it was like, oh, you nah, know what? Yeah, we hate Lita. You. Yeah,
0: that's a, yeah, that's also shit. another another underrated part of it. <clears throat> like, um, like it was like the reverse Austin Rock almost. <laughs> 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 like how Austin was a good guy like half the time, but you know he was the the quote unquote bigger guy at the time. Um, so who who ended up better? I I think it's pretty pretty obvious uh Trish um stands the test of time like she is she the great I won't, I think it's been you know the most successful there. like she's okay. the greatest diva ever.
2: In WWE's history of mythology, like they've they've made her they've made Trish number one for them. Um is that true in reality as far as everything else? I'm not really sure. That's why we have Sierra
0: on road, right. right. So who is who is the greatest diva ever? Uh, did, did did WWE get it right?
1: Um, that that's a hard one. Um, just looking at just with Trish, sometimes I feel like she's overhyped and overrated when it comes to the, the and They've been overrating her before she even retired. They had started calling her the greatest women's wrestler diva of all time I believe it was back in 2005 and I remember sitting there thinking like um excuse me <laughs> like, <laughs> like we got Victoria, Molly Holly, Ivory, Lita Jacqueline, Jazz all these great women still on the roster and she's blowing them all away all of a sudden like I remember they were doing it then and I was just like I don't like this, and then they just kept on with it. Now, if you look at her progress from when she first started till her very last match, you could argue that she's probably the one, the best improvement, the best model wrestler. Probably the best, you know, quintessential diva that they ever had. Mm -hmm. But when it comes down to saying, like, the greatest of all time, I don't know if I could say that when You've had so many women lay the groundwork before her like a fabulous Moolah. Like the one thing that gets me with them is that yeah, Trish held the women's championship seven times.
0: We had some technical difficulties, so we are back. Sierra, you were saying um Fabulous Moolah held the title for how long?
1: She held the title eight times. And from what I know known, every research I've done, two of her reigns are disputed by Dada Now, I don't know if it's because she was probably holding a title when they were still working with the NWA or whatever, but she's actually held title eight times.
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: Trish gets the honor of being in the greatest diva ever because she held title seven times. And I mean, I guess for that era, she would be considered the greatest diva ever. But for me, it's just kind of like when they do that, they kind of it makes me feel like they're saying a few to all those women that were working with her in the ring for a number of years to make her that good. Mm-hmm. Like your Ivers, your Jacqueline's, your jazz. Well, it's somebody just got like me to be the
0: one, you know.
1: Yeah, you know, somebody's going to eventually be the one, but to me, it just feels like when they say that, it, I even remember, I remember one time when they kept doing it after she retired, I remember getting like really upset because I was just like, as long as her and Lita been feuding, I felt like, I felt personally like it was a slap in the face to her mm-hmm. because she's been feuding with her her whole career. And a lot of the stuff Trisha was doing and a lot of improvement she had was due to working with Lita somebody that was experienced so it, it to me it was just like it was kind of like saying like okay y'all okay <laughs> but she's the best
2: I feel like they made the distinction in by saying diva instead of woman's wrestler so you know I guess not now but people would have said you know, ask Vince or whatever they'd say Stone Cold or Hogan or The Rock was the greatest, the greatest superstar he's ever had right yeah Yes, he was the best wrestler he's ever had. He's probably going to say Sean, right? Yeah. So, but, you know, Sean, a different animal. Um, As far as the storyline, as far as the, the, you know, superstar diva um, labels that they love to use instead of wrestlers or women wrestlers, I could see why they say, I could definitely see why they say uh, Trish. Right. I mean, mean, only other people, people that come to mind would be like China. Yeah, and they
0: ain't about to go out there for China like that.
2: Um, I mean, I, also, you know, just Trish's career was longer in the ring. Um, so, I, I get it, and it, it is frustrating, but from that aspect of them building it around their superstars and divas, I get that. I get it when it when you use those distinctions.
0: Right. Um, well, That, um, I don't have a problem with them saying uh, Trish is the the greatest diva ever because if you look at everything, what they define a diva as, I guess, someone in the ring, the uh, sex appeal, the um,
2: she's Hogan, Trish is Hogan, Leads Macho Man. Yeah. I I would say it like that.
1: Well, it also helps when they build a whole division around you. Right. Trish ran, even though I. The thing that, like, I was looking at documents. I'm like, yeah, Lita was injured, and then she went on did that storyline for Edge. But, but I want to say about three years, Trish had that whole division built around her. Yeah. Like you really didn't even think Lita was still in the division.
2: Yeah, I mean that's they build stuff around you when you're Hogan. That's how <laughs> it is. Like, and then when they you know, whenever the situation where a Hogan can't be can't be the top person, then we'll give Macho Man a run. All right. It, it's frustrating because you you know we know I mean we have eyes, but the company has always done what it's wanted to do, right or wrong, and mostly wrong. But that's just how it's been. Um, so you know, given you know, given the uh, given you knowing how they are, what do you say it would be? Would you say if it wasn't Trish, who would he, who would you think it, it should be?
1: um Sierra mmm I if it wasn't Trish I would I honestly would put Lita up there gotcha Talk I I would me. say Lita because it, it for me it's not even the thing of that they shoved Trish down our throats I, I think at that time period which I wish they had elaborated on more when it came to Lita Before there was a Trish, Lita had such a cult falling behind her because not only her look, but the things she did in the ring. And there was this big fascination with her. Uh And she helped change a lot of the stigmas that was in women's wrestling. Of like, you know, at that time, a lot of people don't realize that they really didn't like for women to have tattoos in wrestling. Like, over in Japan, if you came over there and was wrestling, and you had a tattoo, you had to wear ring gear where it was covered. Like, they still had that stigma in the United States. Like, girls were still wrestling in leotards. Like You know, even in 1999, it it was still going on. So, to see her come out with the, you know, see-through shirts and the phone pulled up and the baggy pants and the tattoos and you know, she really changed how a women's wrestler is supposed to look. So, I, I would put her up there. She really changed things. And, and if it wasn't for Lita, we wouldn't have somebody like AJ Lee. We wouldn't have Paige out there in her all-black year with mm, studs.
0: Solid point. And that's who a lot of these folks want to love nowadays. Um, and you, you can still, you know... So, are you saying we should
2: blame Lita for AJ?
1: Yeah, no, not could. necessarily.
2: <laughs> that was just too good. You don't have to elaborate. that elaborate. I was just messing with you. <laughs> you know, I, know, you know out of all three of us. I like AJ. I think the most. So
1: yeah, just you. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's just you. Um, me and Rich have been off that train for a no, long time. I don't know so, if I got so on it. Like, so me I, and I, I, mean. just I just don't think it, it was
2: as bad as y'all make it out to be. That's all.
1: It it, it wasn't bad. It was just the. Uh, I just didn't like all the hoopla that was going around. You know what I'm saying? And the thing that really bothers me with AJ Lee to this day, I thought she was good in the ring. I liked her look. I like what she did. It's her fans.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Those guys.
2: I mean, sometimes sometimes you got to deal with bad fan bases. I mean, like 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 Lil Lil Wayne fans. Lil Lil Wayne fans. Nas fans. Tupac fans. Like Eminem fans. You got to deal with that sometimes. That's yeah,
1: like, how it is. I mean, you can't blame them for how their fans act, but with her fans, Taylor like... They Swift fans. I, like, you know it's so funny? Because I was talking to my own Twitter the other day because her fans are still, like, writing out these... There's this Twitter account for AJ Lee, right? And they write out her facts and stuff, and they compare her to the other divas yes. and, and stuff. And it's like... Let it
0: go, like...
1: <laughs> like, let it go. Like, we get it, like...
0: Let it go, huh? Yeah. Let it go.
1: Like in your mind, she's the greatest thing, but not everybody else. It feels that way. Like, it's everybody has their favorite, but the way her fans act, it's it makes you actually like God. I can't just just I don't like her. Yeah. And that's that's what happens a lot with women's wrestlers. I. I kind of get the same way with Natalia now. Now she's all of a sudden got these fans and Slay's tells her she's slaying and Paige all of a sudden has all these freaking fans too who are just psycho. Ugh. That's what ruins it.
0: Well, we're, uh, we're running low on time. Fans are the worst. Well, yeah. Yeah, fuck the fans. Um <laughs> Yeah, we're, uh, six, we're 69 minutes in because we absolutely suck. Um, <laughs> uh, Sierra, you got anything you want to plug uh, before you get up and we uh, wrap this show up?
1: Well, of course, you can follow me on Twitter at CIARA92189. And I'm hoping this week's Ring Bells Roundup be up sometime tomorrow. I don't know. I'm hitting writer's block.
0: Right, right. Um, James? James?
2: Yeah, um, check out the footballeducator.com podcast um, and also check out the footballeducator.com for um, the newest uh, content that they put out every day. Um, good stuff. Zach's uh, been previewing some of the, um, what up, the Zach? offensive lines around the league. Uh, I'd love to see what he has to say about the Seahawks because right now they're like the worst offensive line of football. But that's besides the point. This is rest podcast.
0: Yep, um, I've got a uh, I've got one column coming out soon. Whenever what culture wants to drop it about uh, basically the uh, ten levels of the Rock versus Triple H and why we need this match at WrestleMania or pro wrestling history needs them to fight at WrestleMania. Uh, there's levels to this shit. There's ten levels to this shit. <laughs> like <laughs> talking about from the beginning to the end. I'm probably more proud of this column than uh, um, most columns that I write. Uh, and also, you'd I have be a, out, go ahead.
1: you be out writing me.
0: <laughs>
1: Slow down, man. You make me look bad.
0: I also have one. I'm um, I'm working on about the new day, and it's basically how the new day ended up winning this whole, uh, you know, their 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 battle for relevance in WWE. So, um, you know, I have nothing but free time now. Here, I maybe, mean, maybe. All, I, all I do is make bees, go to the studio, and watch wrestling. They made Randy Orton
2: laugh. Yeah. They made Randy Orton in serious face
0: bust out laughing. Yes, yeah. How many groups were you in, Randy? And they didn't call him a groupie. That was yeah. funny. Yeah, we didn't we didn't touch much on the New Day, but we like they are the most in- <laughs> like if it ain't Cena, it's definitely the New Day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we going we gonna wrap it up. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Make sure you tell a friend to tell a friend. Uh, Pod Bean is where we're at. You know when they be like, "Where your ass is that?" Yeah, yeah, we're at Podbean. So uh, we're going to wrap it up. Download everything and click the pages. Later. Peace